Industry Pods and Evergreen Podcast Network are pleased to present the following podcast. This content is for informational purposes only. You should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial or other advice. Nothing contained on here constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by Draper Goran Holm or any third-party service provider to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments whatsoever. Boom! We are live. <laughs> uh, welcome to What the Block. Um, we're, we're, we're very excited today. Got an amazing guest, um, Rish uh, Latakar from Superworld. But before we even say hi to Rish, what I will tell you is that if you are on one of these places on YouTube, on LinkedIn, or even on Periscope or whatever, you can be participating live. And if you comment and uh, say something, we will see it on the screen and we can, uh, we can answer your questions. So, so join us in, uh, in the chat. But uh, Rish, how are you doing, man? Welcome to Good. What the Fuck. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This is great. You know, I'm I'm doing well. It's uh, you know, an exciting week as always. And uh, you know, um doing 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 well, man. Lots of stuff happening. So very, very uh you know, very, a, a lot of fun, you know. I think we're all having a lot of fun and it's it's great to be able to empower, you know, empower people at least in terms of what we're doing at Superworld. So it's fun. Yeah, it's it's been crazy times in crypto. We already had, by the way, our first comment on here, uh, Michael, uh, um, who I don't know he's if you know, but he's a, an incredible right. NFT artist. He's done a bunch of drops on Tezos and on Ethereum. It's pretty awesome. Hey, what's up, Michael? Howdy, Ancient Adams. Um, hey. Uh, <laughs> Reminds me of uh, okay, I won't, I won't go there, but uh, there's a cool song called Adams Adams by Bad Religion. Um, uh, oh. but uh, we, um, so but but it's been so much fun, right? There's so many awesome yeah. things going on. Um, so actually, before we jump into Super Bowl, I was going to ask you about it. Yeah. I on my Twitter, I'll, I'll retweet it uh, at, this, at the top of my feed, but I did a giveaway and full disclosure, we recently, DGH, Draper Norm Home, recently invested in Superworld and I set up a little giveaway on Twitter. So if you check that video of me visiting my actual Superworld land in real life um, and telling you why I got that land, respond with what part of the world and what piece of land you would want on Superworld and why. And I'm gonna give one person uh, uh, a piece of land on Superworld. So, so go there and check that out. But first, you know, Rich, tell us what's what's Superworld. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, you know, Superworld is a virtual world mapped on top of the real world. So, you know, I have a world, you have a world, brands have worlds, and so you know, if I walk or come to your city, wherever that is, London, New York, Paris, you know, San Francisco, anywhere in the world for that matter, you could say, hey, Rish, you know, check out my world. And I could walk around and you've left me things. You've left a hologram of yourself somewhere fully interactive. You've left, I know I can talk to you, right? You've left photos and videos in different places. You've left messages at your favorite restaurants about what I should eat and drink. You've personalized the real world in augmented reality. I have a world, you have a world, brands have a world. So Nike could put a shoe somewhere, Coca-Cola could put in the same place a Coca-Cola bottle. 
artists can put, you know, interactive 3D art anywhere, right? All of these worlds are filters on the real world, right? And there could be an infinite number of filters, right? And so what I've described is a combination on a high level of Pokemon Go, which is an analogy for adding digital information to the real world, meets Foursquare, which is an analogy for data. On the data side, you know, I want to be really clear so everyone understands, you know, on the data side, we want to really, it, what's really important to us is data integrity, data sovereignty, data monetization. There's a lot of people that are really stuck on their, looking at their phones all day, you know, as we all know, right? And, and I have kids and I, I'm, I'm really cognizant of, you know, the social media thing is great, but at the same time, you know, people get sucked into these these digital environments. And so on the data side at Superworld, you know, our vision and mission is to improve the world, enhance the world, create your superworld. And that means you have to be in control of your world and be able to create what you want. And so the data side is, is really important for us um, because, you know, the, the high level vision here is Superworld is all about improving the real world. Our symbol is earth and a heart, you know, and that's really important to me. Um, and then the third part of Superworld is monopoly. And that means that, you know, we've divided the surface of the earth into 64 billion NFTs. We're on Ethereum now, but we're open. I mean, we're, we're, we're blockchain agnostic. We're looking at other uh, blockchains and, you know, looking for, you know, total interoperability. Uh, and so, again, you can buy a plot of land, 100 meters by 100 meters, anywhere on earth. And if you own that block, you're getting a share of all the economics that happen on that block. Advertising, transactions, e-commerce, digital commerce, data, analytics, gaming. And then we're building on top of that, right? So we have a mobile app that's in open beta right now. But I'd say in about two months or so, we'll, we'll kind of launch it. Uh, we might do some kind of like clubhouse type release where we shut it down and only real estate owners will get access to this magical app in your pocket. And that app lets you put content anywhere. So you could be in LA on that running trail and I could be in London and I can say, boop, and then you turn around. Now there's a big hot air balloon behind you, right? Or vice versa. You could say, hey, check this out. And you put something on that running trail and I click on it and it appears in front of me in London, right? Yeah. It's so the ability to put content anywhere, access content from anywhere, or you can even make someone go somewhere. Like, hey, go to this park. I've left something for you there, including yeah, NFTs. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, what we were yeah. talking about. Like, I immediately was like, oh, I want to do some kind of NFT scavenger hunt. Like, I want you to yeah. physically go to the top of that hiking trail, take a selfie with the fake version of me, you know, with my arm around you. And then you earn some kind of NFT badge or something like that or, you yep. know, things like that. Like, we, we, we've discussed all this stuff. Like, we were even talking about uh, – I. You know, when you go to that that Twitter thread where I told you to go tell us where in the world you want because you yeah. might win it, um, I explain that the reason why I bought this one piece of land next to uh, where I grew up um, was because it's like the hiking trails I grew up with as a kid. We were even talking about like, imagine like you start at the parking lot. There's a video of me that you can stand next to telling you a story of which options, like almost to choose your own adventure. And then you could go on a hike with me at all the different spots with your app. I could tell you like the time I, uh, you know, my teenage friends and I commandeered a tractor on the other side of the uh, of the canyon and tried to ride it through, you know, the thing and like all sorts of stupid stories, you know, like. But imagine a celebrity doing that or somebody that's that has, you know, that's yeah. way more interesting than me, right? Like, there's so many possibilities. 
you're a celebrity. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you are. You, you know. Um, and you know, and that's the point is that like everyone, you know, everyone is empowered, right, to create a fan base, to create, you know, NFTs, to 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 create a community in Superworld. You, you know, we're we're building a, a way for you to create your virtual world for for your fans, for your family, for you know. Uh, yeah. Whatever. So everyone is empowered, whatever, you know, however they think of themselves, whether they're creating art or science or, you know, they're they're in venture capital, you know, anything. Right. It, it, we're, it's all about communities. Right. And that's yeah. kind of what we're empowering. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you, you just did the Lunar Crush live stream the other day, which was awesome. But Lunar Crush's tagline is there is no crypto without community. Um, yeah. And so, you know, that, it's kind of the whole reason for, for most of this technology being built. And if you look at NFTs now, too, like I think you can look at crypto as a um, you can look at it very narrowly. Right. You could be like, oh, they're creating this new business model and it's a place for me to get a job and make money and whatever. But, but most of the people and most of the, the high level reason this, this industry exists and why most of us have been here through these sort of crypto winters and uh, suffered through all this is because like, we really, really want to be here and we feel like we, we have to be here more than it's like this opportunity. And at a high level, the whole point, right, on the DeFi and banking side is to flip things, like things that started correctly, right? Community banking and things like that have somehow over time been flipped to where the people who are providing the value, the, the consumers who are depositing money in the banks are the ones somehow paying for that service when they're the ones that are actually providing the actual opportunity for revenue for those banks. And so right. this ownership model is being flipped. And if you look at NFTs, a lot of people look at it, again, narrow, very narrow eyes and like, oh, this is some way for artists to make money or this is just some some new new get rich quick scheme but if you look at it and think about the whole opportunity it's flipping the market right like think about uh, the biggest artists that we know the biggest musicians that we know the only way they made money before the only way an artist sold something in a gallery is when somebody got their work somebody either bought it from them at a cheap price and then sold it for much more after doing some marketing or they got an agent and then a record label and then an accountant and a lawyer and uh, all those levels of things. And then with creative accounting, they make no money, right? Or they make, they make $1 out of $10 yeah. that they actually create in value. And now it's flipped, right? Yeah. Now, not only can they go direct to the consumer because of the internet and because of all of these things and opportunities that we have in crypto, but then they can continue to collect royalties. Like if I created a piece of art five years ago and somebody bought it for me for $3, but today it's worth $100,000 and it's sold in a gallery for $100,000, the gallery makes that money. The artist gets nothing. But in crypto, right. you earn those royalties. You can continue yeah. to grow and continue to take that long tail, um, which the record's like, amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. So it completely flips yeah. the... Uh, the the business model right and so i think you are an extension of that and you are you know in a sense you've made the world a marketplace for that yes yeah and you know i i'm i'm really excited about and and and, and thanks for kind of going through that because that's really important to, to i think for everyone to know in the world and i think i don't think enough people know that right that that simple concept of how why nfts are so important but you know i think what makes me really excited about it is it really um empowers creation 
because now people are are realizing that you know they they can get that long tail of of income from anything they create if 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 it if it is timeless and has lasting value and you know if if it is high quality and yeah. and 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 that's that's amazing. Yeah, you can't forget that part, right? Lots of people are churning out junk right now. And uh, it doesn't work out. I mean, it didn't work out in 2017 in the ICO days. It doesn't work out in, in any industry. People try to take advantage. It just doesn't happen. But if you create high quality work and you continue, you know, that's that's the beauty of the internet, right? I think I used, I, I did this, man, it was probably 12 years ago or so, uh, maybe even longer article, uh, that I had written talking about distribution over social media when social media was a new concept to people, right? Like I, I worked mm -hmm. at MySpace back in the day, and I remember saying, awesome. you know, like you could like the obscure is no longer obscure on the internet because you don't have to like find the weird local bookstore in the big city that's somewhat near you and like find those, you know, the other misfits and weirdos that are into the thing that you're into. You go on the internet and even the smallest subcategories of, of ideas, of music, of art, of whatever the heck you're into, you can find those people on the internet, right? And so you can, it, like for me, it was like the first time people could really do what they want for a living, right? Like when, you know, when we were growing up, our parents and people were like, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be an accountant, be one of those jobs that like, you know, will, will earn you a living, right? But like, now everyone can earn a living doing the thing they actually want to do. Yeah. They still have to do the highest quality version of it. They still have to sure. essentially like be marketers for themselves and do these things. But like that's sure. the whole point of the distribution over over the internet, right? Yeah, um, no, it's very good. It's very true. I, I it reminds me of a book I read about uh, eight years ago. It's a guy named James Altisher. I don't know if you've if, yeah. you, if you read it. It's James. Uh, uh, He's, he's a bit of a goofball. He, he, he tried to probably uh, make his way in the crypto space in the 2017-18 goofiness, but he, he does make some good points. He spoke at one of our original crowdfunding conferences, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I forget the name of the book, but it's all about like about like self empowerment, like being yourself. Yeah. It's I forget the title. I have to look for it. But it's a really it's a it's a book that really I mean kind of touches on these um, you know these these shifts, um, these inflection points, and and the 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 point was in his book that you know you're really empowered now. It's called Choose Yourself. I don't know. Yeah. I, I read it like back in the day. I remember it was like 2012 or something, right when it came out. Yeah. And, you know, it's like that. that is like what's being empowered by blockchain. And you can choose yourself. You can do things yourself as an individual. You have the distribution. You have the technologies to create. You have the technologies to educate yourself, you know, and you just got to spend time and do it. So. Yeah. Well, like... How do you feel taking this to a whole different level? And then we'll, we'll get back to Super World. I actually have a question yeah. on the side too. But, but like thinking about the metaverse, right? Like, so there's like two feelings I have, right? Because there's um, uh, land you could buy. What's what's the one that's the completely virtual world? That's uh, Decentraland. Decentraland, right? So like you can go on Decentraland, you could buy something, and you like to wear VR headsets, and it's cool for you, and it's fun, and whatever. And, and it may become some, you know you know, uh, hopefully not dystopian future that we're like living in this this world and we could, you know, do these things. And it's kind of cool. Like, it's an awesome concept, like the idea of buying virtual land. 
but um, but there is this. Um, it's not tied to the real world. You're detaching yourself from reality. There's all, all this different stuff that that maybe there's some negative, but there's also some positive and just radical connotations, right? But like taking that a step further into the decentralized finance world, decentralized governments world, just decentralized yeah. everything world, and thinking about the future, right? Like I am totally bought into this idea, and maybe it's 10 years out, maybe it's 100 years out of a borderless world, right? Like that, my, my ideal future is, you know, crypto does away with wars, or at least violent wars. Um, mm-hmm. Crypto does away with, with yeah. ineffective governments, and people have more of their own say, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, um, there's, you know, so if you think of something like super world, could you think of like, okay, um, obviously, this is, you know, buying rights to some kind of AR or VR world on top of it. We're not actually buying the land, right? Like I can't buy the uh, open space land that's owned by the government that I, you know, bought the the TP on and I bought Lizard Rock and all these things. I can't actually buy it, but I can buy it in, in this VR, AR world. But like, do you think of this or potentially some kind of gateway to, uh, to you know, I'm, I'm going to be part of some virtual country in the future where I get my health insurance through that because the government in our country, at least, is clearly ineffective at providing good services. And they've even created a framework to, to, to let the private companies take advantage of us in that realm. Right. Like so like, you know, uh, like a, a virtual jurisdiction, right, virtual governments, virtual insurance services like all of these things are what the government's supposed to provide for us, right? Like, so do you think of uh, this as maybe a gateway to that? Or am I just way overthinking of it and going way too far down the rabbit hole? No, 100%. No, I think you're exactly, exactly right. Um, you know, I think Balaji Srinivasan wrote an article, I think it was yesterday about the topic. Yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, and he calls it uh, cloud countries or something like that. And essentially, you know, uh, you know, we have huge digital communities, whether you're talking about Facebook or, you know, other platforms out yeah. there, billions of people on it. Um, and, you know, th- those are already functioning as, as communities. Um, and, you know, I think the opportunity, um, first of all, I mean, with Superworld, just to be clear, we're very supportive of every virtual world out there, any environment that anyone wants to create content. If you're creating content, hey, that's do that, you know, do that. What we want to do is empower you, right? Um, so again, we're, we're supportive of the whole ecosystem. We're very partnering with lots of different companies. There'll be announcements made, mm-hmm. um, you know, over the next months or so, even maybe next week, there's one announcement coming up. Um, and so like, we, we really, we really promote that, but I think ultimately where this is going and, you know, one of the guys on our board is the guy who created the word metaverse for the IEEE for the electrical engineering mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, the metaverse as a term is kind of a, a mix of all of these communities and worlds. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's how he would define it. It's not like one company. It's 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 a it's a patchwork. It's an ecosystem. And so, first of all, for Superworld, we're very supportive of helping to build that ecosystem and being part of it. I mean, what we're doing is coming to you in your real life. 
So that's how we that's how that's how we think of our vision is we want to enhance your real life. And so we want to be that gateway when you want to go into virtuality from the real world, we'll get you there. And then you can go from super world into, you know, any anywhere else you want to go into the metaverse. And I think ultimately, you know, with decentralized finance, um, with further tokenization, which are all areas that we're getting into, um, you're going to start being able to transact being able to bank, being able to, you know, uh, buy virtual property and then do on, you know, O to O opportunities. So online to mm -hmm. offline, offline to online into Superworld, yeah. right? So, you know, Tim Draper introduced us to Proppy, which is a great company that's in, yeah. in the portfolio that does physical real estate transactions. And, you know, you can buy, buy those transactions that come into those transactions from Superworld as well on the virtual land layer. Right. Oh, yeah, you could actually like take yeah. in like the the Redfin API and see where yeah. like places are being sold and things like that. You know yeah. what? I wonder. Like, think about this, right? So there's like all of these. Look at Lunar Crush, right? They're they're an example of there's certain metrics and data that you can get in the Lunar Crush. I get like my my alerts, right? Uh, I I subscribe to all these different alerts, and you create custom alerts on Lunar Crush, like. Galaxy score goes up this percentage, it sends me a text. Um, uh, uh, social dominance or social uh, contributors goes up a certain percentage, I get alerts, right? And those to me are the most exciting uh, uh, alerts, but other people, different things. Imagine on Superworld, you put in an overlaid layer of like Redfin or real estate sats, and you go like, you start to see heat maps of the speed in which real estate is sold maybe, or like here is the actual points on the map in the area you're zoomed into of houses for sale or real estate for sale. And you could go like, maybe those are opportunities for people to buy the plots of land and then shoot a note to the people who actually buy the house later and say, hey, would you like to own your, your house in Subaru? Like you can create these weird economies, but also maybe somebody like property or somebody, let's say, uh, just any random person who's selling a property should buy their land on Superworld so that they can even transfer those rights along with the, the property they're selling, right? Like, oh, you want to build something on this piece of land? You should own uh, the rights to this land in the metaverse, right? <laughs> like, yeah. um, it's, it's an interesting, uh, I, I never took it to, to that level, but, but it could be so much fun to do things like that. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I think the thing is, is that, you know, right now, when we think about anything that we do in our lives, you know, because of the Internet, the thing that we probably first think about is, let me Google it, first of all. Yeah. Like, if I want to do something, I'm going to Google it, and I'm going to end up on a website, right? Yeah. That's actually not what happens if you're out in the real world without a phone. If you're yeah. out in the real world without a phone, and I tell you, hey, you know what, there's like a concert happening next to you, you're going to look around for it, right? Yeah. You're going to the instinctual thing for right. us is to look around for a, a thing and go to that direction. Yeah. Right? Um, and so that's actually a lot more intuitive for us in life, right? Yeah. Anything as a baby, it's just look, look for the noise and go towards it. Right. I'm getting flashbacks of being a teenager pre phone and being a city like San Francisco and seeing a flyer on a post and going like, wait, where is that? Is that tonight? And then like start walking around the city yeah. in zigzag. I've never been to that venue. Is that a bookstore? Is that a basement? What is it? You know, like you start walking yeah. around. Right. And, and so, you know, the thing is, is at Superworld, imagine being able to transverse the whole planet 
and going to places. So I'll give you an example. So we have a, a well-known DJ, Richie Hotting, last week bought his studio, right, in, in somewhere in Canada. And, you know, he wants to do a lot of live concerts, you know, offline, real event yeah. stuff there. And then he also wants to make those things virtual. So we have a, you know, let's say a 360 camera, you know, pretty easy setup where he's doing a live feed. He'll sell tickets as NFTs. You know, there's a lot of things he can do online and offline, right? But he wants yeah. to do it at his studio, right? Which is in a lump, some location. And the interesting thing is that, you know, probably a ton of his fans never have ever heard of where a studio is. They don't know that, you know? And so yeah. now they have a very strong, like locational understanding of where he's from, like where his studio is. He can capture all that revenue at that location as well. You can say, yeah. hey, you know, anything you want, come to my studio. Right. He can have other artists. artists. Yeah. At his, live, at his live shows, he can have other artists that, you know, have a gallery of NFTs or whatever they do. And anything they sell, he can take like a ref share. And yeah. Like that, right. He, make, he makes a real world location, which in his case, he's connected with and, and proud of and, you know, interested in. And, you know, maybe he grew up there, you know, whatever it is for any individual person. And he's made it very relevant. And he's also, you know, provided a very contextual way to learn more about him by going to that location. You know, if you want to learn about, you know, what you enjoy doing, go to the running trail, you know, learn about what I, my life is about. And, you know, and that's, you know, I think the thing that always really inspires me about Superworld is every time I talk to anyone, everyone has a story about where they're buying real estate, why the why is amazing. Why are they buying there? And you see a lot in the NFT world, especially a lot of people buy these assets because they think they're going to go up in value. That's why they're yeah. buying. They're like, I have no idea about what pack I'm getting yeah. NBA top shots, but I'm going to get it because it's going to go up in value. I don't know anything about basketball. But what's interesting. Yeah. It's, I, I try to tell people to go the angle of like, why are you buying this? Like, what's the why for you? And like, I don't buy NBA top shots um, because like, I don't have that. I do like basketball. I love watching it with certain friends, especially, but like those friends, like my cousin Yoni or, or my friend, my, my friend I grew up with shy, like they're obsessed, right? So when you ask them about a specific player or a specific thing, or you show them that moment, they were watching that live and it's meaningful to them because they were either pissed off because they lost the game or they were so excited because they won the game. And when that dude dumped it, it was such a big deal. But that's why Top Shots is successful because there are at least that subcategory of people who are obsessed, right? Sure. And remember the first time we talked about Superworld, I was totally distracted. I was only half listening to you because I was on the map and I was going to like my grandparents' houses in Israel and I was going to... The, trying to find, you know, little spots that are meaningful to me because I thought like how how amazing would it be to own this? And like, I never, it never thought about it like, you know, oh, I'm going to buy this because it's going to be, you know, something that's making money. With the exception of by like the third or fourth conversation we had, I bought the lobby of the LA Convention Center yeah. because I was thinking at the next uh, time we do LA Blockchain Summit and we actually can do it in real life, I'm going to do a virtual NFT gallery in Superworld with right. all of the awesome artists. And I want to be in control of that and like raise money for a charity or do something yeah. like that. And so I thought, okay, there's a, a monetary reason. But like there's 
everyone has a story. That's why I did the giveaway, right? Like every person I talk to yeah. wants to buy a piece of land for some weird reason. Even yeah. if it's like they thought of it for business, it's like, oh, yeah. I want to buy the where CBGB's was in New York because I went to a concert there a bazillion years ago and I bet you a lot of people are going to want that and it's going to be expensive, right? But they, they have like their own angle as to why it's the world. It's the whole freaking world, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's exciting. And then, by the way, I own NBA Top Shots and I, you know, again, support the whole ecosystem. I, I was just, I guess my point was that like, you know, as you said, like everyone has, um, a re and that's what's exciting is everyone has this like very like sentimental kind of, emotional connection to places they buy and there probably are places they buy thinking hey this is going to go up in market value but even those places there's some connection in your case you, you do a big conference there right and you've yeah. been doing conference there for a long time and you're you know you, you've been in that space you know right it's not just some random space yeah. that you've never been in you've spent time there you've built a business there right in your case right and so there is a there is a connection, and that's what's cool, man. Because I love traveling. Like yes. I do this a lot. I do this from the heart, man. I love I love what we're building at Superworld, and our team is building. I love like the empowering of artists and creators, and giving people accessibility to the world, and you know, as you said, giving people this ability to get into decentralized finance education. You know, being able to to really empower anyone to do anything anywhere with anyone at any time. You know, that for me is is amazing. I think that's like pure freedom when you can do anything, anytime with anyone, anywhere, you know, all of that. And, and you can you can create and you can, you know, monetize, earn revenue um, and, and you can live a life that you want. That for me is awesome. And if we can, if we can empower everyone in the world to have that ability, that is what we want to do at Superworld. is we want to empower everyone. And so that's exciting. I love it. And, and like you said, there's 64 billion squares in the world. Yeah. Right. So I think there's enough for everyone to find their places, everyone to do their thing. And it's it's a new world. Right. Like you can't go to Superworld and be like, oh, you know, all the good spots are bought up because what makes a good spot? Right. Exactly. It, it, you what you bring to the table. This is uh, this is, you know, um, this is uh, the wide open frontier right now. Yeah. And who knows, you could take 10 squares uh in the middle of the ocean and make it your special thing and yeah. create something there and do something there. Yeah. because people can go places virtually they don't have to physically go there to see that content they could just click on the map and all these things appear in augmented reality in, in front of them right and then also with DeFi, you know the value of plots you can get you you know being able to buy real estate wherever it is will have value even if it's in the ocean because it makes you a key stakeholder on the Superworld platform by owning part of that platform. And so there's ways on the you know, economic side to, 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 to provide value regardless of where you buy in the world. And then to your point, you know, there's ways to accrete value anywhere. So, you know, there was once just a desert in Nevada, but now it's where Burning Man is, right? So yeah. you have a lot of people like, hey, I'm buying this place in the desert, this place in the desert, this place in, you know, Black Rock City. And they're buying it because it's significant for them. But, you know, you can create your own festival, your own Woodstock, wherever it is, right? And that could be a very, you know, a lot of people are realizing that locationally they have the ability now 
to create like brand value from their own brand, you know, just like the Richie Hotting example, maybe, you know, two weeks ago, that was just a studio. There wasn't, there was nothing that he could do there, but now that could be, you know, HQ worldwide for him for bringing in people, bringing in significance and connection and with his fans. What's, what's, what's a website today versus what it was uh, uh, 20 years ago versus what it's going to be 20 years from now, right? You, like you said, now everyone goes through Google or they're sent somewhere with a link. So remember, like, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, owning pizza.com was the most important thing. I think Pizza Hut or one of those groups bought it. And at the time, it was maybe the, the most expensive I think non-porn URL that was ever sold, right? Um, I love pizza. I get that. <laughs> right. So uh, me, me too. So like, but like now, you you don't like. But the reason they bought that and why it was so valuable is because certain people would go on the internet and be like, "What about? Oh, I want pizza. I got to go to pizza.com, right? Like that's literally what people would do. Um, yeah. There was for the longest time there was a fight. There was this in engineer who owned Nissan.com, mm-hmm. and it actually was his last name was Nissan. And so Nissan, the brand, would fight, was fighting with him for years over that domain name. They tried to do it. He, he, could, he legally wasn't squatting on it because it's his actual name. And uh, this dude had ran ads on it, was a successful engineer. And no matter how much money they threw at him, he, he, he wouldn't take it. He's like, yeah. this is my domain name. Oh, and my on it. <laughs> and but now it probably doesn't matter at all for Nissan because most people get to Nissan by just Googling it, right? But for years, they were probably losing money because every person who was thinking about getting a Nissan probably went to Nissan.com. But what I'm saying is that's not important anymore, and that's yesterday's. And you can see the trajectory, right? Like we're talking about MySpace back in the day, but before that, even GeoCities was such a big deal because that was the easiest way for people to launch websites. And then, you know, WordPress still powers, I think, something like 40 to 60% of the internet. But where's, what's the future of that going to be like? Um, and and are people going to go to a website or are people going to like search in some different search engine or actual search in the real world and be like, oh, uh, I'm not going to go to, uh, um, I don't know, uh, what's what's a store at the mall that people like to go to? I'm not going to go to Zara. I'm going to go to the Zara headquarters in the metaverse and walk around and shop that way. Yeah. Right. And then so it doesn't matter where in the world it actually is. It just matters that it exists in the world and that they could put on their VR headset or put on their glasses and see certain things or just on their computer or on their phone, be able to walk down the aisles in a different kind of more real feeling experience. Um, Right. hundred percent. I think it's going to be I think next what's coming and we're working on this is audio search. Right. And this is obviously Google already does this uh, in terms of like search terms and just searching on Google. But really, you know, how do you uh, have contextual understanding of your environment and be able to get into environments um, based on what your what your interests are? And, you know, again, a lot of this is important to be permissioned about this. So you don't want to be barraged with content. But if you do want to learn about the latest car that you're you know, interested in buying or clothes or whatever it happens to be, or, you know, learn about art, that's pretty awesome. You know, why don't you, you know, sit back and see that in, in your living room with a pair of glasses on and yeah. you don't have to search for anything because the algorithms and, you know, when you are searching for something, if you do it in a very permissioned way, 
you're being able to um, see content and yeah. access content and interact with your friends and do it in a very, you know, real time, you know, intuitive way in a much yeah. more intuitive yeah. way. You know? I walk outside and I'm looking out yeah. the window and my neighbor has a, uh, like a Toyota something, let's say that's a Camry. I can't tell just from the front. Right. So if, like, what if I walk up to the Camry and I'm looking at it, could I just ask the world or ask Siri or like tap my glasses and be like, or have it listening and just be like, yo glasses, like is the Camry the fastest car in this price range? And then they're like, it could pop up and be like, oh no, the, the, the Civic is actually much faster in the same price. Right. Like, or, or, you know, um, uh, yeah, I, I agree. He said the greatest UX is the one you naturally take for granted. Yeah. Right? Like, and that's Will Burns. He's on our board. He's, he's oh, amazing. All right. Um, he is the creator of the modern definition of the metaverse. And, uh, you know, he's been living in the metaverse for about 20 years already, I think, um, or longer. And uh, we have some amazing conversations, really enlightened person and a wonderful guy. And, uh, you know, I think what we're trying to do again is, you know, we're trying to build Superworld in a fundamentally in the right way. That's that's our goal, right? Because I mean, there, there's a big opportunity here in front of us, and we want to be. We're building. We're, I think there's like, I'd say there's there's kind of four kind of main things that we're focused on. So one, we're very customer centric. So we want to be really focused on what do people want, and like really figure out what they want and try to build that. Number two, very very innovative. Like we want to we want to you know integrate with you know inter interoperability on the blockchain side we want to you know utilize the latest ar vr the latest ai just kind of make sure that we're you know on the forefront of what's happening we want to be very very long-term oriented and then on the operational side as well we want to make sure that you know you, you're able to get these things and so as we're growing we're really trying to focus in on how do we make sure that you know customers are really happy and we're able to perform all these things so we're you know again as a startup we're kind of working through those things but just out there in terms of values that's like very important for us and will you know who just wrote um you know on on the fundamental foundational like thinking about the metaverse right you know yeah. the greatest as the greatest ux is the one you naturally take for granted you know that should be that seamless experience where you know you're able to get all this information and access and interact with people in a very natural way that's what we want to be focused on well it, it reminds me you know it's really funny is, uh, yeah. uh I don't know if if you were into this stuff when you were a kid. Um, I'm not sure uh, how our ages line up exactly, but like one of the first computer games I ever played. And yeah, I'm 21, by the way. The first computer game is Quest for Glory. And but definitely before most people have computers. And role-playing games, RPG games. So your character would like walk into a scene, you would see something happen, and then you'd have to type hands, and you'd have to be like 
talk to the goon, right? And then it, you would click enter and it would be like, oh, I didn't understand your command. And then you'd be like, be like, talk to that guy. And then you'd like do some kind of like slash H or something like that. And it would give you the help text and be like, talk, walk, this. And you'd be like, walk to the right. But you'd have to type in the commands and then your character, like all pixelated, would walk to the next uh, side of the screen and, or go up to the person and you could fight them. And you'd have to type, like use the sword and use this. And, but then like the later versions of that game, they started adding like when mouse became popular, the graphics got a little better Then you could click like the four options or whatever. And now today, if a game like that existed, you'd be able to, if they wanted to set it up that way, those same commands could exist, but you could actually just speak them, right? So you'd be like, you know, walk to the right, walk forward, fight the goon, do the this. And so like, I had this idea a few years ago of like voice command games, but like just what's happening in real life and what's happening in real time with our phones and like, uh, you know, my kids knowing how to ask Siri to play certain songs and, and to search for things and to do things like it's becoming just second nature because we're interacting with technology the way we interact with each other, right? Imagine if you had like before Wikipedia existed, you either opened up a, a dictionary or an encyclopedia, or you'd be like, oh, Will knows about this subject. I'm going to call Will, or I'll be like, hey, Will, yeah. what's, you know, like, how, how do you get to this place, or how do you do this thing? Yeah. Who is this person, right? And you'd have that smart friend, but, like, now we have the, the smart friend in our phone always, and, like, <laughs> what's crazy is when my kids want to know something from Siri. Yeah that they can't find out or like is nonsense or like they're like but Siri knows everything like <laughs> right <laughs> like we, we interact with the real world that way now and uh, yeah. it's I think like what what you guys are doing um is is sort of a natural extension of that right? like it does uh, uh the audio the, the voice but also the physical aspect of it all of being in the real world and being able to the real world and the virtual world coming together I think is is either a stepping stone or the enhanced future, right? Like uh, a human is going to use AI to make themselves better, hopefully not to replace us, right? <laughs> so so um, I, I I like that approach a lot, and um, I know I'm thinking out loud as as I'm thinking about it, but I think it's a fun um, uh, fun sort of mind exercise to think about the the. Uh, <laughs> Will just had another comment. Uh, I don't know if Gloria Rich knows this. Um, uh, I like it. I, I I pounded my coffee and finished it in the first you know minute of this nice conversation as well. Um, <laughs> uh, but but actually, we do have a specific question about Superworld before we end. And if anybody else is watching live on any of the platforms, feel free to ask questions. Um, Ancient Adams, uh, who commented earlier, had, had a question that basically said, like, what if there's a bunch of things uh, left in the same place in, in Superworld, uh, right? Like what, what happens if Coca-Cola and Nike and me all put, to, you know, one thing in, in the same area? What happens? Yeah, it's a great question. It's, it's a very important one to understand about Superworld is that any person has a world. So every one of us can have a world. I mean, we can even create multiple worlds, right? Mm -hmm. But every one of these worlds is a filter on top of the real world, right? So if I'm in any location, I can see my world and then I can flip and see your world. I can flip and see, you know, another brand's or another artist's world. Or if I'm interested in some educational topic or entertainment topic, I want to see a movie. I can, these are all filters that pop up 
right? And in when I'm in my world, I can even you know potentially combine filters. So the, the world is a video game, and you kind of have control over that. There's, there's no limit as to what can happen there. And the, and I guess to answer his question again, you have full control over that, right? And so you know if I don't want to see anything but a clock, you know. That's what I want to see. It's like your iPhone, right? Your iPhone, you could delete all those apps and it's just like the calculator or something on your phone, right? And so the same idea is that, first of all, you have control, you have the data integrity, the data sovereignty, privacy, all of those things in your virtual world. Um, But then, you know, any location, it'll have infinite number of content and infinite monetization opportunities, any location, right? Because even if you're not interested in something, there's a lot of other stuff going on there. There's people virtually visiting all these locations, right? So if you own that spot, you're getting a share of the economics there, but you can decide what what layer um, you want to view and what you know it's it's also contextually so, so have all the layers have all the noise have all the stuff or just be in a place anything exists here and you yes. can see it. but then if there's too much like in Times Square or something you can choose which layers you'd be like okay I want the layer I want Alon's layer because I'm on his scavenger hunt or I want Nike's yeah. layer because I'm looking for my 50% off coupon <laughs> like you know I mean yeah. you can do all these things that's, and that's and we can we can also understand potentially what you want, right? And you yeah. could say, hey, give me the curated layer, right? The curated filter. And and you know what? This 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 filter understands me so well, they're gonna show me what I want. They know. Whereas this AI knows what you're you know, Stephen Wolfram, who's on our board, who's one of the top AI computer scientists in the world, he got Superworld in five seconds. Literally, I've never seen anyone get it that fast. Yeah. He's an amazingly smart guy. He was like, this is GPS for life. Yeah. I was like, uh, it took me five more seconds. I was like, yeah, you got it. That's it. You know? And what that means is, you know, GPS understands where you are and where you want to go. Right. And if you think yeah. about that, every sense of the word, that's what Superworld is. If you, if you want to learn something, if you want to see some music, if you want to entertain yourself, if you want to yeah. travel somewhere, that's what, that's what Superworld is. GPS for life, you know? I love it. Um, you can own it, you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm in, and I could take this so many uh, deeper down, but I want to get through a couple more questions. Um, we, we were joking before this that we could just go on a live stream all day long and just let things <laughs> okay. happen. I'm gonna do that one day. Actually, I'll make it like yeah. the, I'll make the stream yard like link for speakers, like a little clubhousey thing, and That's send fun. it to. People just like drop in throughout the day, whatever happens. Like, let's, have a thing. let's do that, man. That'd be fun. We got to get you on our clubhouse, too, the Super World Clubhouse. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, one, uh, so, so Daniel has an interesting question. So, as we know, one of the first things you can do on, on Super World is buy the plots of land. Um, and so, there, he, he's trying to get some data on how many, what's going on. Um, He's uh, then added, it's hard to convince friends without some of this data, and he owns 90 plots. Daniel, you are a champion. Um, so, so for Daniel, is there a place, uh, a central place to get data yet or yeah. um, anything like that? Or can, can the community build something like that? Sure, sure. I mean, you know, obviously, all, a lot of this data is, we're, we're on the blockchain, so this is this is public information, right? I and mean, we're, we're, we're a blockchain company. Um, you know, I would say to you that, 
you know, what we're focused on right now at Superworld isn't the 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 the, the out, outright go, growth at all costs. To be clear, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we could do a lot more to to kind of blow this up really big if we want to right now. We're very long term oriented, right? Just as a company, like we're building. We've been around for three years. It's not like we're we just started because of NFTs or something like that, right? Um, and, and by the way, Superworld is not just NFTs. We're, you know, we're content in general. You don't have to build NFTs. You don't have to buy real estate. That's another thing, right? Just to be clear, you don't have to buy real estate to be involved in Superworld. So that's another thing. Um, but to answer that question, you know, yeah, we've had pretty explosive growth. We've had a, you know, 43,000% increase in, in real estate sales. Um, and, you know, we, we, we don't want to push those numbers out there into the public because I, it's not about, I don't want people buying real estate because they were wanting to get in yeah. on this thing and flip, right? I want people who understand our mission, who understand we're building a better world. If you understand that vision, you want to come and buy, we welcome you. Come and buy some real estate, you know, get become part of this key ecosystem, be a key stakeholder. You know, you can, the easiest way to figure out what's going on is go to the map and you'll see like what's being bought. And then very soon we're adding a dashboard there where you can filter down and you can see what's trending, what's selling, you know, so we'll add a lot of that data. So that that's coming very soon. Again, we're on the blockchain, so it's all out there. Um, but the third part of it is, you know, in terms of that information, I would say the other thing that may, maybe people aren't thinking about that we're doing is we're gonna be adding real world data into the, the virtual land layer. And so that real world later data is gonna help you decide, oh, okay, I see this plot of land in the real world is going up in value because they're doing things in the real world here. Wow, that has, yeah, that has implications now in my virtual land. It is 90 plots have different characteristics, right? And what if in a little bit I tell you, hey, you know what? It looks like you're interested in parks or you're interested in beaches or you have a lot of historical places you're buying, you know? You might want to be buying these places or those places or this guy's selling for this price and that price. And so we want to really kind of build all that stuff out, right? And really kind of focus in on the user's you know, that are that own plot. I don't know if I lost you, Rish, or if you guys lost me. Uh, if anyone's in the chat, let me know if you uh, if you still see me. Uh oh. Anyway, I think that I am still live. Let me test my internet connection here. Uh, I'm still live, so, uh, oh, thank you. So, so we've lost Rish, but let me, you know, as we uh, finish off, if, if, we, if we lose Rish uh, completely. Um, uh, oh, Rish is back, sweet. So, you know, we, we should be getting to the end and uh, I'm seeing Rish is a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit, um, oh, I can, uh, I think oh, for some reason, I, I don't know what happened. Uh, my son's downstairs, and maybe he unplugged the Wi-Fi or something. <laughs> no idea. Now I'm on my I'm on my hotspot just in case. Uh, hey, you know what was cool? It was a good test to see if the people that are on the stream are actually here and watching. And uh, 
It was good. But I, I do that all the time. When, when my internet connection drops, I jump to, uh, I jump to my hotspot. So, you know, I think, I think we, uh, we, we, we get some of the picture and we're running a little bit late on time. I, um, uh, I think that, you know, one thing I'd like to do before we go is um, if you can share the links and where to follow you, uh, that's really, really important. Um, we'll have to do this again soon or uh, do like a clubhouse or, or something like that because yeah. um, uh, it's uh, there's just so much stuff we can talk about. Yeah, sure. Um, so Superworld, uh, you can Google Superworld. We'll come right up. So that's the easiest way to find us. You know, think about Superworld. You'll find us. We're a movement. Um, so, you know, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, um, you know, anywhere. Just Google Superworld app is the best way or Superworld. Um, you know, tell your friends. I would say that the thing to do is go to our website and join Team Superworld. And Team Superworld's on the about section. You'll get a dashboard, okay? And anytime you spread social media messages about Superworld, anytime you do anything, you can earn land. You can, in very soon, you'll find out you'll be able to learn crypto, uh, earn crypto from doing this. And uh, so there's a lot of ways to spread the message and grow. You know, if you believe in building a better world, which is what we're all about, um, you know, join our movement, get involved and, you know, contact us. You can, if you want to contact me directly, CEO at superworldapp.com. I'd love to talk to you if you have ideas, if you want to get involved. If you love what we're doing, you want to improve the world, like come on board. So we'd love to talk to you. Sounds awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, something I've got to drop before I forget is uh, uh, drapergornholm.com is where, where I am. Um, we invest in early stage companies, but we also do these events. Adam does his blockchain and booze events every Tuesday night. I do uh, uh, these every Friday morning, and we have events um, uh, all of the time. So we recently had Security Token Summit, but we're going to have an NFT summit. We're going to have um, Global DeFi Summit soon, and every year we do LA Blockchain Summit. That's our big event. So you know, join us at those events. Go to drapergornholmcom slash events and, and all that fun stuff. But uh, Rish, thank you so much uh, for joining yeah. me. Make sure you go to superworldapp.com. Go to my Twitter. I'll, I'll make sure it's at the top of the feed right now um, or I'll pin it for the next couple days and give people a few more days to tell me what spot in the world you would want on Superworld and why you want it. Give me, give me good reasons and uh, I'm going to pick uh, a person or two and uh, get, give them that plot of land. So uh, Rish, thank you for your time today. Really excited. Congratulations on, on all the success and uh, to, to much, much more. Thank you so much. Alon, it's a pleasure and it's an honor. And you know, you're such a, a wonderful, um, vibrant, just loving person. And it's, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And you know, I really love all the spirit and energy that you and Draper and, and Gore, you know, the whole team at DGH, Adam, um, you really bring to this market. So we all kind of thrive together. And I want to thank you for all that you do to, to bring fun and positive energy to this space. So thanks, man. I really appreciate thank being on today. Thank, thank you. All, all we can do is amplify the awesome work of people building great things. So thank you. Uh, I'll talk, talk to everyone soon. Thanks. Subscribe everywhere, all that fun stuff. I'll talk to you all soon. See ya.
has been a production of Industry Pods in association with Evergreen Podcasts Network. Hear this and other industry pods at evergreenpodcasts.com, your favorite podcast app, or listen at industrypods.com for your number one virtual conference podcast experience.